delivers, and there's a drive left field, high and deep, back by the wall, gone, Red Sox win it, Christian Vasquez, a two-run homer, can you believe it, 6-4 Boston in 13 innings, and Vasquez getting mobbed, fires his helmet in the air as he approaches home plate, and is being mobbed. 6-4 Boston, they lead the pivotal series, game three, they win it. They are two games to one in front of the Tampa Bay Rays as Vasquez hits a walk-off. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth on a Monday morning off of a weekend of just a crazy amount of football. We'll get back to all of it. Mike Lombardi of our Odyssey NFL Insider will join us at 10 a.m. Easter time. So we'll get back to the NFL. We'll touch on Alabama going down in college football. But the baseball playoffs are in full swing. And I didn't know if we'd get a day like we're going to get today. On Friday, we talked about having all four series in play, a playoff game in all four series. Well, because of what happened last night, we will have that. The White Sox win in a slugfest. And the Red Sox, we just heard it there. Um, Joe, they win last night. In a wild game, extra innings. Nick Pavetta out of the bullpen, pitching three-plus innings of great baseball. That ridiculous play where it went off of the right fielder, out of play for a ground rule double, and then the Red Sox walk it off. I mean, I thought the Red Sox were in trouble after game one. I thought the series could be could be short. It's not short unless it's the Red Sox winning today and ending it. But I got to give the Red Sox credit. that they, they have made this more of a series than I thought, but it does bring the the value back now if you still think the Rays can win this thing because they're now the dogs. Red Sox win as the favorite, slight favorite, minus 119. They close. It goes over eight and a half by a, a run and a half. 389 pitches thrown between the two teams. 389 pitches. Tampa Bay had to use nine pitchers, and Boston had to use seven. So that's the big thing here. How's this going to impact the two teams moving forward? Did you think uh, Major League Baseball got it right? We criticize MLB for a lot of things, and I'm going to criticize them for something else on the other game coming up in just a moment. But did they get it right? It's weird because it went off the wall, then off Renfro's leg, then over the wall, something we never see. Uh, we remember the Canseco thing when he was playing outfield and it hit it off his head. It goes over the wall. That's a home run. It, it It's different if it goes fair over the wall or if it goes uh, foul over the wall, how they handle it. But according to the rules, and I understand if Rays fans were upset because you, you would think like, okay, what it, it hit him and it went over the wall. That should be a home run. Uh, but according to the rules, they got it right. And then the tricky part was uh, moving forward two bases because the runner was between second and third when it went over the wall but still couldn't score. Let's hear it. Let, let's hear it sounded last night when uh, the ground rule double happened and, and Kiermaier uh, talking about it afterwards. He has runs. Kiermaier sends a ball into right center field. That's trouble. And that one's off the base of the wall. Diaz coming around to score. Kiermaier to third. The Rays have taken the lead. They're saying that's going to be a double. That is a horrible break. And the runner was going. I was just saying that the runner going allows them to score on a double. I think they might. They're going to take a look. at that hit the top of the wall and go over? They're not only going to look at that. Isn't it umpire's discretion as to where to place the base runner? Man, I'm still, I'm just in awe right now. 
you know, it, that's that's the ruling. The umpires explained it to me, so I can't go against that. The rules are what they are. But uh, man, that's just that's a heartbreaker. I, I I just can't I can't believe that happened, or we don't get the chance to score. I thought they got it right, Aaron. I, I I thought the ruling was correct based on the rule. Like when I first saw it, I think like everybody else, I was like, "That's ridiculous." He should he should be able to score. He was he was going to score on that play, and then it went off a player's body out of play. It wasn't like it bounced over the wall. It hit off the player. But you look at the rule, and a lot of people posted it last night. That is the rule. Now they probably should change this rule because that's ridiculous. But Aaron, I think <laughs> the umpires actually they did the best they could there. That that was the rule. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then we've also have a Twitter poll out there right now. Um, so go ahead and vote. Go to at BetQL Daily on Twitter. Who do you think is more likely to come back from their 2-1 ALDS series deficit? So this is close right now. We've got the White Sox plus 290 and the Rays plus 230. So go and vote. Um, we'll circle back on that in the show, let you know what the people are saying. Yeah, I like the Rays in that one, Joe. If, if someone's going to come back here and win a series, it's probably still I, – I would choose the Rays. I wouldn't be shocked if both these get to five. Yeah. Uh, now, now, that it, now that it's 2-1, I mean, I thought the Sox-Astros would go to five anyway. I'm glad we don't have to react to what happened on Friday with because that that White Sox game on Friday, <laughs> that was frustrating. <laughs> that was ridiculous. But they won last night. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll, get back, we'll circle back. I, here, was but I think so, they both get to five. I, I was just so – on the White Sox would in that game. I was ready. I was calling people out before the oh, game. Oh, I know. Idiotic. <laughs> and it was my my timeline was not pretty, but I'm glad the Sox won that one. Um, I, I can see both. I can see both of these. I t- Tell me what you think about it now. I'm not saying it's far from a lot because they've got to win three in a row. But I went back and forth about it. Uh, right before the game, I decided to do it. I took White Sox plus 600 to win the series. I love it. Yeah. And yeah, all right, and thirty to one to win the World Series. <laughs> that one's a little trickier. <laughs> That's true. I got a long, long way to go. No, yeah, long way. Uh, as far as last night, before we start to preview some of these games, games one and two, White Sox had zero extra base hits, zero extra base hits, and they had uh, they had four last night. All 10 players that had an AB for the White Sox got a hit. Lurie Garcia, he was he was uh, the GOAT in a bad way in game two. Had an unbelievable game with a homer and a double. I, man, Jake Hassan, your guy. I mean, your team stinks. But Adam Wainwright, whenever he wants, he can be the best analyst in Major League Baseball. Like, he wasn't even trying. He just walked off the field. He was terrific in the dynamic he had with AJ. Uh, last night was a lot of fun. I. I didn't think this was going to be the case, but with the delay and and with a game that wasn't very close, I was much more locked in on the White Sox game than I was uh, the NF the Sunday night football game. Yeah, there was there's a Romo quality to Adam Wainwright. Like just put him in there, let's go. He he could be yeah. really good. Get get John Smoltz out of there. Get, put Romo. Put uh put Wainwright in there. <laughs> Smoltz used to be um, pretty good. Not anymore. I know. Yeah. No. Well, it, nothing quickly. Just I mean, we got a lot to talk about. Nothing will be as bad as whatever that was on Friday with Jim Cott. And Buck Showalter oh, and Bob Costas. My God, yeah, yeah. Let's let's I mean, put three guys with the pens in the booth. <sighs> like we're trying to to move the game forward. What are we What are we doing? Uh, yeah. Let, as long as we're quickly mentioning the Sox game, the the highlight, the the Cane Man. Did you see the Cane Man? Yes. Oh yeah, he was spinning it around. <laughs> he was awesome. I love the Cane Man. 
that's that, that's gonna be like the new mascot as they go through this running. So the cane man was awesome. So all right, Joe, Joe you mentioned the um, the power and the extra base hits. That was a big play in the game, but there was a controversial play in this game as well. Let's set it here. Yasmani Grandal hit a home run early to get the White Sox kind of rolling offensively after they were down early. Um, Yasmani Grandal kind of grounds the ball to first base. They try to come home and uh, and listen how it all happened. Bouncing ball to the right side. They're coming home with it. The throw is away from the catcher, Maldonado. Tom Hallion got taken out by Robert. Abreu goes into the third. Ball, the ball hit the runner. Grandal is inside the line. The throw home hit the runner. It hit his helmet, right? He was inside the line, and the ball hit his hit hit him when Gurriel threw it home. I don't think you can do that. Oh, it's going to be a dead I don't know ball all the rules, but I don't think you can do that. Dead ball potentially here. So the throw hit him. The runner's safe. Tom Hallian always finds his way into the middle of these ridiculous moments. Yeah. Remember the whole thing with the Mets and Dodgers? They try to hit. Uh, they try to hit Chase Utley, and Terry Collins was. I mean, he breaking every FCC rule, and he was screaming at Hallian's always involved in this. What did you think when that happened, Joe? Because that was a, I mean, he was obviously in, like, Grandal was running three or four feet inside the baseline, but then the runner's coming home. I mean, they're not going to take that run off the board. It's going to be safe. What I was thinking was, it is fascinating that A.J. Przinski is on the call. because, And he was talking about how that was an illegal play, and it just happened to be another catcher doing it. And, and mm-hmm. I was like, listen to what AJ is saying. AJ knows because that is exactly what AJ Przinski would have done. And Grand, you know, Larusa said after, I could guarantee you, he didn't, he didn't do. There was no intent there. One hundred percent, I can guarantee. Grandal did that intentionally. And if AJ sure. was playing, he would have done the exact same thing. That's what happened. I, I thought they were going to change something there, but uh, but they did not. But yeah, that that was a big moment. How? How about all the controversy that we saw in both of these games yesterday? I loved it. I love it. Was, and, and, but man, they there's no. Di- I Go gotta ahead. I gotta say though, the um, I don't know if you noticed on TV. Maybe I did because I'm here. But the blackout game that was awesome. I mean, that crowd was wild, and I was shocked to see late on a Sunday night, and in that game when when the game was pretty much in hand, when they're up by six, nobody left. Nobody left that game. Well, I'm just watching Hendricks close it with a six-run lead. It felt like it was a one-run lead. The way the crowd was, the way Hendricks was all pumped up, it was awesome. Let's hear Dusty Baker, and then we'll we'll look forward to today's AL games as both series try to move to a potential game five. Dusty Baker on the Grindal play. Did the umpires give you an explanation why they didn't uh, call interference, and was that? Yeah, they gave me an explanation. I mean, you know, what good is explanation at that point? You know, and uh, I was I was arguing the fact that you know. Especially him being a catcher, you know he knows, you know what he's doing. I mean that was a smart play on his, on his part, uh, and that was the explanation that they, that they gave me that they didn't see anything wrong with the, uh, with the play. Dusty knows. Dusty knows what you know and I know and we all know. He's a catcher. He knew what he was doing. If you told no me, question. if you told me Dylan Cease is going to get knocked out in the second inning, I would have thought there's no way the White Sox win that game. And you had the other starter knocked out in the third. Um, yeah, Dusty, I just had, man, I had flashbacks. He's out there with his, you know, just the dust, Dusty when he gets mad, uh, his body language, it's the same thing. It hasn't changed in 20, 30 years. And why is he wearing the rubber gloves? That's all I want to know. Why, why is he wearing rubber gloves? Out there? <laughs> <laughs> That's why this series is going five because of Dusty's rubber gloves. All right. 
Let's spin it forward today. We have two game fours in the AL, two in the NL, two game threes in the NL. We, uh, we'll we get to maybe the NL later. Let's start with the AL. Just we, We've touched on these. Uh, so, Joe, you took the White Sox to get this thing, you know, maybe to win this series in five. I, I question what Baker did last night, and I know he's trying to win the game. He's trying to close it out. He is a lot of pitchers. He he burned Granky. Granky's not going to come back on a second day. He I thought he took Garcia, the first Garcia, out early to go to the other Garcia. He went from uh, Luis Garcia, not Luis. Uh, who was who started? For, uh, Luis Yip. Garcia started. F- yeah, for, to Yimmy. He went to Luis. Yeah. To, I just thought he was moving that train early. Like he was. He's up 2-0 in the series. I just I feel like he put himself in a in, a, in kind of a bind today. Um, it's just weird when you're the, when you're a team that an advantage to to play it like that. You want to win, but. I give the White Sox a little bit of advantage today, assuming, assuming Carlos Rodon is Carlos Rodon. And we don't know yet until he takes them out. But he's going to go today. He's the starting pitcher today for the White Sox. So it's uh, Urquidy against Rodon today in game number four. See, interesting. So you thought you were criticizing the Garcia Garcia to Greinke. When when I was watching the game, I was thinking, I'm like, Christian Vasquez, you know how many times I won money betting on Christian Vasquez this year? Mm. Why is he burning Vasquez for two and two thirds last night? 56 innings and how stupid is it by major league baseball? This is the latest game on Sunday night. It took four and a half hours, right? With nine innings, four and a half hours. Now the second day of the game of the day with this quick turnaround, it makes no sense to me. These are two top eight markets. It's a joke, but Hey, Boston's involved. You got to put them in prime time against Tampa Bay. You've got to, I think it's completely unfair. The scheduling is very stupid. This is not getaway day. There are seasons on the line. This is an elimination game, and they have to go to bed and return immediately, and not because it was an extra innings game like the Boston game uh, yesterday. I, I thought that that was ridiculous, but um, Carlos Rodon, here we go. We've been wondering, can you stay healthy? That's it. When he's right, he's as good as anyone, and he has a lot of really good history against this Astros lineup. So the White Sox are favored. Last I checked, minus 126 on FanDuel. I think they should be at home with uh, with the Rodon advantage against Urquidy. Ultimate wild card is Rodon. How good how good he is, how healthy he is, how how, fat, how you know his velocity, all that. On the other game, Red Sox raise. Red Sox go for the close. Rays try to get it back to Tampa Bay. We don't know as of right now who's starting for Tampa Bay, but that's mm-hmm. not a surprise. Tampa Bay does this. Eduardo Rodriguez coming back for the Red Sox. He did not look great in game one. I give the advantage to the Rays today. And plus that Boston bullpen. I mean, both teams, but the Boston bullpen has just got to be burned. I feel like the Tampa Bay bullpen is more like they're used to this. This is what they do. I just feel like today, today's a tough spot for the Red Sox to come back and win that game. Yeah, the uh, it, the money line is a pick em, I see. And uh, I like Tampa as well. This one's going to go the distance here. And there are – you got a couple guys like Zunino, Zunino – Nino and uh, Lau, positive history against Rodriguez. So I'm looking at that, but I, I have the Rays winning this one. I would be shocked if Boston goes boom, 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 knocks them out in four. Me too. We'll check back in on the poll later, see where people are voting. Are they going to back the Rays or the Red Sox, excuse me, the Rays or the White Sox to, co- to come back and win their series? Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksburg will come back and we'll go off the board. So much to talk about. After a crazy weekend, and Mike Lombardi, your Odyssey NFL insider, joins us 20 minutes from now, right here on Beckwell Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Gillio and Aaron Hawksworth on Betql Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.